Well, the boys are back in town. That is not how a lot of All Black supporters will be feeling this morning. That's the Saturday session. The Grant Elliott, Daniel McCarty is swanning and sunning and dining himself in France at the moment. We might hear from him just a little bit later on in the show. And he is having a great call. I listened to Daniel McCarty. I was sitting in my lounge and I thought, you know what? I'm going to listen to my mate Daniel McCarty because I miss him so much. I don't want to watch it. I turned the TV off and all I listened to was the delta tones of Daniel McCarty, who I believe Daniel McCarty is actually on the line at the moment. Daniel, I can see you in France. Can I hear you? G'day, mate. Can you hear me? You got me loud and clear, Grant? Mate, I, I, I couldn't do. stand another. I couldn't stand another second apart from you, friend. It's been too long. You know. Oh, it's it been has two been weeks. I tell you what, I have missed you. Um, I've replaced you uh, with my little boy over here. He's sitting next to me. He's he's learning Who? the ropes because I can't, I can't see you. If, if Flynn, Flynn, little Flynn oh, is okay. over here at the moment. New co-host. He's sitting eh? here. To, yeah, I needed to find a co-host. No one would join me. No one would join me. Um, mate, what, what's the atmosphere like over there? How are you feeling? You sound a little bit somber, to be honest. You don't sound like the normal Daniel McCarty, or was that fatigue after calling the game? I, I'm knackered. I'm absolutely spent. What a day, Grant. Um, started off, you know, woke up today at 8 o'clock this morning, local time. That was great fun. Uh, we, we then uh, journeyed up. Sped on up to where the World Cup villages, the fan zone around the Palace de Concord, not far from uh, the, the Louvre and the Champs-Élysées and all those amazing sites of this uh, cultural wonderland that is Paris. It was stinking hot too, Grant. You know me. I What's don't your seven-star well hotel like? What is that seven-star hotel you're staying it's, in? It's like? lacking five. It's lacking six of those seven stars for a star. Um, no, it's, <laughs> it's not too bad. Put it this way: the staff's lovely. I love the staff. Great staff there. So it was 36 degrees. So uh, we cooked. We cooked while going up there, speaking to some fans about the tournament overall. Uh, we'll see that on our social medias over the coming days. I, I had a great time. Then I got here, Grant. We thought, Logan and I thought we got here early, five hours before kickoff, right? First game, World Cup, uh, on the station. You want to make sure all the I's are dotted, T's across, all that sort of thing. And I was thinking, it's going to be And there was the opening town. ceremony as well, wasn't there? Yeah. No, but this is five yeah. hours before the opening, like five <laughs> hours before the game. And oh, I'm gee. thinking it's going to be a ghost town, Grant. I'm thinking there's, there's going to be no one here. Mate, all the pubs and cafes within close vicinity of this incredible stadium were chocker. But you know what blew my mind? There were fans, countless of them, already on the concourse. You know, they were serving a, a few beers, um, and they were certainly drinking them. This is five hours before kickoff, mate. And then we go inside the ground, and then... You, it just built up, the noise, atmosphere, and they couldn't get into the ground until like two and a half hours before kickoff. So they have a, it's, it's sort of the, like, like, like the, the French version of a braai, right? Before a it, protestant it, it sounds, in South Africa. Sounds and then very the, much they, like the Shark yeah. Tank. You know, <laughs> when you go to, to Durban and you go to the Shark yeah. Tank, there's, you know, the kids are playing on the field and the braai faces are going and people are in their buckies or utes and they're, they're ready for the game. It's a real build-up. It's a whole day sort of build-up to the actual game. Yeah, it really is. And, and mate, I've just absolutely loved it. 
you know, like two two hours from you know before the fans came in, some two and a half, three hours before kickoff, you just heard this faint sound um, down towards you know the uh, the opposite side of the state. We're on the western side, so southeast corner. So what's that noise coming out from over there? Fans outside started to sing their national anthem. So the La Marseillaise sort of started to reverberate inside sort of an empty arena by huge amounts of French fans, all, all in blue, all in blue. Um, it was fantastic. And then the fans sort of flood in, and the DJ and our ground announcer get into it, and it's an hour and a half party. It's a real show. It's something to behold. Um, and then we rocked into the to the opening ceremony, um, which looked a little bit strange. It was called Bread and Games. That was the theme, as they had sort of a big globe mat um, representing the world, of course, but on there, sort of these strange, oddly shaped sort of um, uh, individual things, which took me a long time to actually figure out what they were. They were sort of the, the facade of, of like uh, houses in an old French village. And then they went about this ex- extravagant sort of a performance with hundreds of performers in, in complete... Uh, synchronicity, they knew exactly what they were doing, the choreographing was of the highest order, it was something you'd see on, more likely to see on Broadway than in the opening ceremony of a World Cup, then miraculously out of the middle of this sort of 1920 style, styled village, just what flew up into the sky was this, an Eiffel Tower, just came out of nowhere, it, w- it was quite spectacular and the crowd was just fully into it and the atmosphere in the 45 minutes, hour, especially before kickoff, Grant, I'm never going to forget. It was quite amazing. And it just makes me so jealous that we, as a very passionate sporting country, as far as watching and following, just aren't very active supporters, are we? I know this is a World Cup, but you just listen to the All Blacks in the lead-up to this game. They've talked ad nauseum about the environment here, always here at Stade de France. So the French fans well, made it uh, something truly spectacular and uh, unfortunately the French rugby team especially in that second half um, uh, made, made it a night New Zealand fans don't want to remember all that much as we lose that proud record of having never lost a rugby World Cup group game that is over 31 and 1 now at World Cup group well, Daniel, uh, play stage well Daniel you, you sound like a government official that's skirting around polling results there you spoke a lot about the build up to the game no but you asked me about, much the, about the game. Did you ask me about the atmosphere or not? It's a, Actually, why didn't you did, start with I a hard-hitting did. question, mate? Stop noodling it around the corner and trying to build an innings. Hit me where you because, want to, son. Because we are. And I, I want people to text in double eight double three and, and call in 0800 because we want to hear from you. I've got some texts here, Daniel. Already it started. Someone sent in that unnamed uh, texter. We should have sent the Crusaders. <laughs> Someone else has, uh, has texted. I blame Hanson and Henry for giving the job to their mate. So, you know, it's all coming out. There's a lot of emotion out there. Foster out now. Viva la France. France will be world champions. Tell me about the game. Um, I heard a little bit of a review from, from some of the pundits. They said discipline let us down a lot. There was individual skills under pressure that needs to be reviewed. Um, and around the ruck, we were quite weak uh, with our ball retention. Uh, the French managed to slow the game down, uh, and that was the, the pace they wanted to play, and we allowed them to play at that pace. How did you see it went, and, and yeah, how do you rate the performance? Well, they were outplayed. They're not going to admit that, though. It's, that's not what um, 
rugby teams, professional athletes do uh, all that often. Um, we were They were outplayed by a better team, especially in the second 40 minutes of this game. I thought New Zealand, and Justin Marshall talked about this during our commentary, New Zealand played a lot of footy in that first half. They came out of the gate like a gunshot, didn't they? Scoring inside 90 seconds, it was brilliant. Oh, they, great they stretched, 10 minutes. Yeah, they, they stretched the, the, the French defence. The French missed a lot of tackles. Um, Kick off and, oh, and hey, Grant, down and he here's, here's Ian Foster. Do you uh, want to hear him? His, his, Do you want to hear him? His back gets strained. Yeah. So he was okay, well, let's, let's move to Ian Foster. We um, had a look at him he's this talking morning. Talking about Sam Kane here. made a decision to, to pull him. So, look, he's freeing up. He, he was certainly a lot better today than what he was yesterday. He was moving well tonight, but um, it was just with uh, because we didn't have real clear information about how bad that back was, we, we made that decision to pull him. Please remember to state your name and your organisation, please. In Foster, Kim here from TVNZ. Ardy, losing your captain on the day of a match like this, how does that mentally affect a team? Um, yeah, well, obviously... Well, that's the uh, post-match presentation there with... Um, sounds like Ardy Xavier and um, Ian Foster talking about injury to Sam Kane. There have been a number of injuries. Obviously, for the All Blacks, we don't want to make excuses, but you know that is something that's come through. How do you feel about it out there? Are you emotional? Um, how are you feeling about the Sorry. All Blacks, the chances? Sorry, Grant, I, I thought you wanted Daniel, to Daniel, you're still there. I, I, I thought you wanted to take the press conference. My, my apologies there. But to answer your question, and I was getting there, I, I thought there were bright moments in that first half. Um, you, you just look at the, the amount of tackles the French had to make and missed in that first half. Uh, but New Zealand just simply didn't get enough scoreboard pressure on, did not make the most of when they had it their way. Uh, and was there a key moment? Yeah, I'm sure the, the Will Jordan yellow card we talked about. Do you know what the key moment was? The moment Fabian Gaultier went to his bench. He went to his bench and they changed the game. They had game changes today. New Zealand's bench didn't offer much and Maybe this is confirmation bias here because I've been crapping on about it for a number of weeks. I think New Zealand are a very good rugby team, 1 through 15. Beyond that, though, I do worry seriously about their depth. And I think that has shown itself over the closing 38 minutes of the game. They've been kept scoreless for the last 38 minutes of the game. Brilliant yeah. try to open the second half. It's a, it's a magnificent try, the second one to, to Mark Talley. So they have those moments in them. But can they do it over a course of a full 80 minutes? Um, I have my serious doubts. Um, I, I would encourage people to offer their thoughts to Grant on 0800 150 811. I'm sure there's a few um, people who, who are quite keen to, to have a chat to you. And, and, and you can play therapist, perhaps, Grant. <laughs> I play therapist for myself and my poor son sitting next to me. He's Is absolutely he right? gutted. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the youngsters really do feel it, don't they? You know, yeah. staunch all-black supporters and, you know, the, the emotions do come into it. But we kicked a lot of possession away. And Daniel... Listen, yeah. we've got some calls coming in and yeah, the texts them, are coming in here. Um, mate, uh, thank you so much. I do want to hear about your French experience next weekend once again. I'm very jealous, absolutely jealous, and we're missing you here in the hot seat, especially as I, I feel like I'm, I'm treading water uh, without a life raft over here. <laughs> so, um, Well, help thanks Grant a lot, mate. out. Give him a call. 0800 150 811. Go on. Uh, Grant, good to see you. 
Um, we'll revoir, protect you Daniel. from Toulouse in seven days, my friend. Tada. Bye bye. <laughs> See you, mate.